welcome to another episode of Afro 387, your favorite podcast. We're back here again. We are about to serve you hot, 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 hot. Wavy, what's up? How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. You're good, right? Yeah, feels good, good to be know. here. Yeah. Mikey. Debbie. What's up? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Aish, 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 preach. I mean, that spirit. <laughs> yeah. Wait, <Hey. that> was... <laughs> what? What? Why are you hating? Quit hating oh. on a bro. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, so let's get right into it. On today's episode, we want to talk about the workspace. The work environment is constantly changing. Some for good, some for bad. So we want to talk about it. First off, you know how employers these days ask you for your social media accounts? Probably if you are filling the application online for these multinational companies, most especially, they ask for yeah. your accounts to your social media. So yeah. I just want to know, like, is it right for employers to use the social media accounts of pro, um, potential employees as a point of reference or to serve as reference or to guide their decision as to whether they should be hired or not? Um, hmm. Let me go first. Um, honestly, I think I, I actually heard about this thing just a few years ago, just a few years ago, someone told me about it and I just couldn't understand. I was like, what? How? Why? I don't think social media should be used as uh, whatever to, to um, whether to, um, to judge an applicant, to uh, evaluate them on any basis because um, your professional life will more or less be different from your social life. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there are two different things. There are people that just have their social media for just social um, interactions, friends, family, you understand? And mm -hmm. there are people that are also um, interested in showing off that they went to some seminar, they went to some seminar or some uh event that has something to do professionally but there are some mm -hmm. of us that will go to all those seminars but we'll never post a pic or show that we were there okay yeah. but we go to the club and you see that one now one day we post that one so it's it's for different things i'll probably post that i was part of this event on my linkedin my linkedin you get it but not on my facebook or my instagram so I, I really don't believe that social media should be used to evaluate um, uh, em employees. Um, um, so me, for instance, I, I, I make music, okay? I am a network engineer, but I make music. And it, it's, it's, a, it's a thing of more of like passion. I never went into the music space, but then... I pursued my uh, my computer science dreams, but then it, that it shouldn't stop me from making music. Now, where else do I do I do I um, advertise my music? On my social media, okay. Social media is the way I put it out. So, um, if somebody is going to employ me and then they go to my social media and see me 
and see me rapping and uh, yo and it's not even i don't even, i'm not even doing gospel or anything i'm doing hip-hop the person is going to get a certain perception about me you get it they don't have a person's a certain a certain perception about me but then that might just be what i do for fun but when it comes to my professional um, 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 um if, if if you didn't if you hadn't seen that you would never know that oh this guy does music on his side or something you would always see me to be a very professional person when you meet me at work so and i remember um during my service days a, a, a woman told us about employers doing that using your social media so she was telling us about we making sort of conscious efforts to post certain things on our social media like like, like like i said you go for certain events or seminar you post something about like maybe some research you read about you see like but yo if you do this and then professionally you are not hard working you are not um you are not hard working you are not honest you are you you don't show up on time you are not punctual then you 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 are deceiving the employer when it goes to your social media i could i could have two social i can i can actually make two put make one the most professional and then make one my my most social you go to the professional and then all you see is uh me going to this event and going there and signing up for this and doing that me you see me connecting cables and working in the lab but that would be something i do maybe 20 hours in a week the rest of the hours in a week, yo, I could be doing something else. So I don't, I, I honestly don't think the whole point of social media is for social interactions. I really don't think it should be used as a tool to evaluate workers in any way, honestly. Yeah, my point of view. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mikey, hmm. what do you think? Hmm. What I think, I don't know whether I stand for it or I stand against it. But basically, growing up, we used to hear, uh, we live in a global village. We live in a global village and all that. And thanks to social media and the internet, which people would like to call uh, the fifth revolution or whatever they call it, we now connect easily with people and in the bit to connect with people it has turned into a tool where people used to do all sorts of things market advertise do whatever they want and now it is gradually turning into your like your basic requirement to get a job one i think it is good for the multinational or whatever because they don't want their every company has a policy they work with some have um their sex policies and all that and from your social media and the pictures you post and the things you see i mean people people usually judge people people we don't know by what they see so you see someone for the first time and then he says something stupid and for that for whatever he said that's your first impression about the person whether good or bad that's your first impression um sorry and so is social media so if i go through 
assuming I'm an employer, for instance, and I go through your profile and I realize you abuse women, you insult, you are always attacking, and it goes against my company policy. I wouldn't want to associate my company with someone like you. Then at the end of the day, you go post on your social media, I work in company A and B, where in that case, you are kind of tarnishing the company's image. And on the, under, on, the, on, on the other hand, as Smoke was saying earlier, we use it to connect. Some use it for fun, others for all sorts of reasons. Me, for instance, I have, to me, I think I have a very active social media life because I'm, I'm always there reading stuff, but you post anything. So you go through my account and you realize probably from 2018, I've been posted anything, but I'm always online liking pictures and all that. So for somebody like me, if you, you have to go through my account, you feel like I don't have that active, like I don't participate actively in all that, which is wrong. You are getting the wrong impression. People use social media just to have fun. And because I'm having fun, you know, sometimes it's hard to limit what you call fun. So I'm having fun cracking jokes with my friends. Then you come and look at it as a basis for getting me a job. But for all you know, as Smoke was saying earlier, that is just the fun side of me. For my professional side, it can be a whole different thing. And even on social media, again, there are people who live double lives. What they do in real life is different from what they post in, so on social media. Mm-hmm. You see them driving the flash, sitting in someone's flashy car in some flashy pub. Of all you know, that person is just sleeping in the bed somewhere. He went out once in the year, and that whole year, that whole event, he took pictures for that whole event, and he's spreading it out across the year. <laughs> so it is wrong to be doing that. But in, on the other side, it is for the betterment of the company, not to tarnish the image socially. Because to be honest, these days, you go on social media and you find all the biggest companies listed. In the past, it was just a website. All the company did was a website, www.companyamb.com. But now you see them making that contract efforts to promote themselves on, on LinkedIn everywhere. So if they want someone to be associated with that account, that social media account of DS, they want someone who has that track record of being truthful, reputable, whatever they want to call it, but not for someone who does all the stupid stuff trying to associate yourself with them. So I don't know if any of you have realized this, but for, for my connections on LinkedIn, for instance, I have a couple of them who are my friends on Facebook as well. And I see some of the things they post on LinkedIn and I'm like, ah, but this guy, I saw this guy post blah, blah, blah on Facebook. But on LinkedIn, he's so corporate. And it's to me, it's like, it's, it feels like you're living a lie. You can't be yourself just because you want the favor of someone. So I, I don't know. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, it's a two-sided thing for me. Okay, I mean, I agree with you guys because, yes, in a way, it could go well. The judgment of the employee employer could go well 
in another instance, it could, you could be getting the wrong impression because some people, their life on social media is how they are in real person. For some other people, their life on social media is the complete opposite of who they are in real life. So it's, it's a 50-50 thing. You, you never really know. So I agree with both of you. Okay. Well, who is laughing and why is the person laughing? <laughs> I mean, um, um, hmm. so um, can, um, Debbie, can you, can you cite instances where people, people's, uh, do you know of any instances where people's um, social media accounts are being used to evaluate or to kick them out of an interview or whatever? Can you cite any examples? So I don't know like a real life scenario. Okay. Or I, I don't know anyone who has fell victim to that. But then mm. I know, let's say, for instance, you have applied for a job in an alcoholic company. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then some way, somehow on social media, you have a, a post or something or a comment that says you are not, you don't like people who drink. So mm-hmm. if you don't like people who drink, and we sell alcoholic beverages. What do you want to come in? What business do you have going Yes, yeah. like you don't believe mm-hmm. in what we believe in. So how are you a good fit? Okay. I, I okay, okay. I I I re, I really said what you are saying. And I, I think I have a better I have a better um scenario. So um you all know Kojo Sheldon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's this guy who okay, so it's actually that that guy has become very famous now. The guy who um Nanaba Namwa them oh yeah 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 i think that's a perfect example yeah yeah they kicked them off that show right so he was he wanted a job with um kojo sheldon but then he was all over twitter always saying all sorts of things about him like his head is this he's that he's this he's not what he's doing is bs and blah 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 but then we dm him for work you get it so in that instance i mean in that particular scenario i that one i feel like yo his social media should be used against him because you can't be out there saying all sorts of things and then in my dm asking me for work so somebody like that would be is, i think it's a perfect example but where let's say and, and I, even, and he tried like explaining himself saying it was just for fun because it's social media and people are there to have fun you see so that, that one there's a difference there's a difference because um you can't be there and be be he was he was trolling people insulting people like he he, he would say very very harsh things very very harsh things to people that he doesn't even know he doesn't know them face to face he just say anything because of social media so um he uh in his case if it's used against him i i agree but i'm talking about a case where in my earlier uh, submission i was talking about a case where i'm just a normal average type person that just goes out likes to go out on a weekend go and drink have fun with my friends and then i post a picture with me and my friends with bottles in front of us and then you want to use that and say i don't see anything professional about this guy he he hasn't he doesn't have anything that shows he attends any corporate seminars many professional events all he does on the social media is talk about uh, he posts about friday nights you understand that's where i don't really agree with them using it but where somebody actually is on social media talking about raping a woman or abusing women or disrespectful 
women or just other people in general that is where i don't um that's where that's the one that i would say that it might be used against them but then again people should just should be careful of what they post because that that guy probably thought he, he was on top of his on top of the world when he was tweeting behind his phone but mm -hmm. i mean see how it caught up it caught up to him so then again I, and and i see this a lot on twitter people people just be saying like i go to twitter like for i barely stay on twitter for more than five minutes because people be really posting a very very absolute nonsense like i don't know just for the retweets just for the likes just for the interactions like sometimes it doesn't make sense and they a lot of twitter people actually look down on facebook people like uh facebook oh facebook is what right facebook is that and yo but you're on twitter posting nonsense something that a lot of people on facebook wouldn't do because on facebook normally you have your picture you have your facebook is more um it's a bit more personal this you more yeah like it's a bit more personal because you are connected with your friends so people will be people will be putting up at least people will be putting up some good face but on Twitter, like, yo, not uh, like, let me say, 70% don't really have their their own pictures there. And they don't, um, they don't be, they, people be using things that are trending as their, um, their handles. You get it? This week, Neymar trends. And then before you know, the, the whole, everyone, almost everyone's name is Neymar Jr. And he lapas Neymar. You, you buy Abeka Neymar. So, you see that on, so on, on Twitter, for instance, people really be, be doing the most sometimes so i don't know now I'm also, I'm also coming to the middle line like mike was like he does agree and doesn't agree but then if you really say things that hurt people throw people disrespect people then i i i i don't know it shouldn't be it shouldn't be used but then if they happen to chance upon it then it should be used i don't think there should be a conscious effort to go through your social media to look for those things to use them to deduct points from you that's how i feel Okay, but but, but okay, look at it this you. way. The fact mm -hmm. that you have the propensity to do it on social media means you can do it in real life. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then exactly. also, like, these days, what you say can go a long way to hunt you for the rest of your life. And mm -hmm. if, if a company is coming to hire you, Council they culture. wouldn't want, exactly, they wouldn't want to intend people who associate what you say to the company most most like, at times depending on the role you play in the company so if if uh i work for this this company that is um championing women course okay but here i am on my social media i've said something about oh i believe women should stay in the kitchen and not be educated and you see the conflict there. So you won't be the posit positive or the right fit for that company. Yeah. Yes. So it's it's a 50-50 thing. Like, that's what we are all saying. It depends. Sometimes it will work. Sometimes it wouldn't. So, I, I, like, some discretion should be exercised. Okay. All right. So moving on to our next question. Should employers be made to employ 50 percent male and 50 percent female in hmm. their companies hey, hey, hey. this gender this is your gender i'm the only one here don't worry <laughs> well, don't worry 
It's just if if all of you self are here, self will say our mind. <laughs> uh, Mike, you want to go first? Um, I'm. Just hmm. then, you know, you you can't have a fifty-fifty ten when it comes to this gender um issue. One for the mere fact that, I mean, there are more women in the world than men, no doubt. But women tend to, I mean, for instance, in an engineering firm, you 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 get the impression that mostly it's going to be hard work, lifting stuff, moving heavy things. So you tend to have more men there than women. Probably the women will just be doing administrative work when they will be the men will be out there doing the uh, the laborious work. But in hmm, 50-50 is a no-no. Just because I can't assuming I have I own a company and I have a vacant position. And because I have 10 men and nine women. No, it's not possible. I mean, it's on qualification basis. And I get that some companies tend to give, like, if you're a woman and you apply, they tend to give you the upper hand over the men. But I see it like it should be on qualification basis. Because we all went to school. We sit in class. We are, we are, they are, they are guys and then they are ladies. Yes. So... In as much as there are guys and ladies in the same class doing the same thing and getting the same degree, at the end of the day, it should be on qualification basis. Where a man applies and he's qualified, a woman applies and he's equally qualified, then that is where the problem will be. If a man is to, assuming a man is to apply for a civil engineering job, where is going to be on site with the with the high risk of um, being hurt or lifting heavy stuff? For that, I think you tend to be a little biased to the male side, but probably when it comes to maybe administration and all that, then you tend to be a little biased towards the female. But yeah, I know my gender people will come will come after me saying why should men be doing administrative work and where women are equally better, are equally good as men. But let's not kid ourselves. I wouldn't want my wife or my girlfriend or female friend to be lifting heavy stuff when there are men in the company who can do that. It's 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 it's, it's a social thing, it's a society thing. I mean, you can't you can't think. Assuming in our part of the world, for instance, you can't, anytime you see probably a female meet uh, uh, or a bus conductor who is a female, then you go, like, you tend to look at her very weirdly because you feel like it's a man's world. There's a man's job to be shouting and asking, oh, kwenye, obayalo, ayalo, that kind of thing. So um, this 50-50 thing, Thing is a no no for me. All right. 
This question, eh? First of all, it's very interesting when women, women, women talk about um. Yo, I'm not coming for any gender. Exactly, not, like nobody said not, women said anything. So, what is your take? <laughs> Yo, like I said, let me just put some things out there before somebody. But before what I'm said, saying at the end of the day is a general statement. Too, make make you know, you cannot attack me. You cannot attack me. Listen, a lot of times I realize that when I'm I'm being specific, when women talk about um, equal job opportunities, uh, equal job opportunities. It's always about politics. It's always about like those positions and like it's always about those nice, nice, nice shiny suits positions. It's never about engineering. It's never about um, it's never about bricklaying. It's never about um, engineering, mechanic, mechanical engineering, um, automobile engineering. It's not about those things. It's always about the shiny, shiny politics. Like we should have fifty percent representation in the party in the political. Da, 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 da. Those are the nice, the nice paying jobs with flexible. Nobody is talking about. Like we having fifty percent, fifty bricklayers and fifty brick, fifty bricklayers men, fifty bricklayers being women in a bricklaying company. You understand? So, uh, what I'm trying to say at the end of the day is, it's not necessary to have fifty fifty. It can't be possible because we can't have. I mean, let's be real with ourselves. If you go to a mechanic right now and then it's a company with ten female mechanics and ten male mechanics. I, I bet you definitely drive to the side where the guys are to take care of your car for you. I bet you will do that. If you are going to give your TV to a repairer and then the, the opposite shop is owned by a woman and the other one is owned by a man, I bet you take your shop to the to 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 the man. <laughs> not to say that, not to say anything, but I'm just saying that it's not necessary and it's not necessary. And like just like Mike was saying, I really do agree with him when he says. Um, it should be based on qualifications. You understand. So if she, if the job is looking for someone with um, three years experience, um, three years experience, the person should have, let's say, um, the person should have chatted. The person should have um, uh, um, a master's and have chatted. You bab, and then the company realizes that oh, you know what? We just employed five mil, and then five males and then we've employed four females so the next one will definitely have to be a female and then i'm saying oh let's say oh this thing i'm saying it can be flipped around it can be the other way around so it can be that they they say they want actually um one more guy but the guy has maybe um undergrad he doesn't have masters but the female has masters has the um has chatted but the guy only has an undergrad but has chatted and the lady has five years experience the guy has two years experience and then they look at it like you know but we, we need this please we need a man so definitely you, you get what i'm trying to say so what i said like initially i'm not trying to like side with one gender or not. it should be on basis of qualifications we need somebody of this qualification but then again we all know women can't lift in all around the world we all know not all women can lift okay i work in a company i work in a company over here where um, I, I, there, there, there are, there are about 
there are about, I think, five or six um, forklift drivers. And it's only one that is a woman. I actually do admire her. Like, I actually do have a lot of respect for her. I like, see her do the same thing that the men do. I actually do really respect her, you bab. But most of the women in that company are into the administration side, you understand? And then most of the men are into the mechanical engineering side. But you can't say, say, oh, we should have 10. I'm, I'm telling you, like, in that company, if they had, the equal number of uh, equal number of women as they have with men, you know, there will be there will be reduction in in, in productivity. I'm telling you, <laughs> there will be serious reduction in in, in uh, productivity. The girl I work with, the girl I, I work with, the girl and the, the girl I work with, like you almost every week something like today she's not feeling well. Tomorrow is because of her, you know, woman stuff. So that 50-50 thing, to me. Uh-uh. So yeah, I think. Okay. So this is what I think. To say to employ 50% male, 50% female is unrealistic. Because there are predominantly male industries and there are predominantly female industries. Let's say oil and gas. Construction majority of the people that work there are male. Nursing, the beauty industry, predominantly women rule. And then also, because women rule certain industries, men rule certain industries, people who go and study, things will change, but not now. We are getting there, but we are not there yet. If you go to the university or anywhere, the mining courses, the engineering courses, there is not enough representation for both genders. One will be more than one. Same if you go to a nursing college, there will be more females than there are males. So it, it, it will be unrealistic to say that companies should employ 50% male, 50% female. However, we should rather look at a fair representation such that, like you said, if two people come and then the female happens to be more qualified or the most suitable for the position, she should not be sidelined because of her gender. That is what we should be looking at. But not to say that, okay, we have 49 males and then we have... 50 females so we have to employ the male or we have if the roles are reversed so the realistic thing to do is to have a fair representation and not um, discriminate or be prejudiced about the whole so that's my take for that particular topic or issue hey but as, as you just said there are, there are predominantly male, like male jobs. So assuming the woman qualifies for, say, a mechanical, a mechanical engineering job, like she went to the school, she's been through training, she has all the degrees and all, and the job requires heavy lifting, but she's qualified. Are you still saying because she's qualified, and even though she can't lift, she can't lift everything, we should still give her the job? When, when you say this heavy lifting thing, I mean a mechanical engineer, 
an engineer, what is she going to lift exactly? Probably a, a part, a machine part or something. There will definitely be people who can move it or lift it. Yeah. Yes, there would be machines or something. There will no, be a way to work always. around it. But it's no, but hold just, on, hold on. It like, doesn't hold mean on. there will be nobody to to move it. Exactly, but hold on. How would you feel working with someone? Maybe you have, to, you have a job with someone. Then all the time when it gets to typing the report, they, they tend to look at you and be like, they be go and type the reports. Then all the guys be hanging out somewhere. They be that report is the reports ready. Go and type the reports. Go and do this. When we are mostly doing all that administrative work, what else the guys can equally do? How would you feel about that? What you are saying is not realistic, to be honest. How is not, not realistic? It's not realistic. It's, no, it's not realistic that because she can't lift and what, like, tell me, tell me, what are no. they lifting? There are, there are no ways to lift it. Probably you put it in a wheelbarrow, push it or something. There would be people. I mean, there are levels. There are levels to people. Yeah, but then I Okay, Mike, Mike, chill. Mike, chill. Um, when I worked in Ghana, okay, I was working in an IT networking department, okay? And then um, my office, my office, my boss would ask me, oh, type this, um, um, we need, we need, uh, we need to go procure this thing. So write a, a, a procurement a letter, whatever, to the uh, procurement officer. That's how we initiate the procurement. Or write a, a, a letter to the whole company, and our network is down. And normally those things, when he tells me to do it, I take some time to do them, right? So then there was this day, my boss told me like, yo, we need a female here. We need like a national service. I was like, for what? We don't need one. He's like, when I tell you to type, when I tell you to type, do you, do you, do you, do you type it fast? And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then he brought the lady. Yo, that was all she was doing. She was doing those administrative things, like those typing of those things. When it came to like, we had to be lifting, um, you had to be lifting, lifting service, UPS batteries. Those things are so heavy. There's no way you'd call. You can you even feel right in your, in your, in yourself telling a lady to come and lift. The lady to come and lift. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't feel right. They, we have to lift service. You have to connect all these routers and stuff. You wouldn't call the girl to come do those things. You understand? So, so there's an offset somewhere. Basically, that's what you're saying. So there will always be an option. There's always a solution. But you don't marginalize because, oh, she won't be able to lift. I mean, so a, a, a lady who has gone to study mechanical engineering shouldn't be employed now because she can't lift stuff. Oh, no, 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 Mike, Mike, if the job requirements, there are job requirements that state that may be asked to lift things maybe of 10 kg, 20 kg, 50 kg. So if that is a requirement in a job and they think that a lady doesn't fit that description, then that's the requirement of the job. That's, that's a technical requirement. So if, if, if you feel she doesn't fit that particular circumstance, scenario, it, then fine, don't hire her, right? Because in the job description, the person applying also read the job description right. before and applying. Feels like, yeah. Probably she qualifies for everything, but just because of that freeze, you feel she shouldn't like she should blow off her chance. That's what I'm telling you. That once I'm applying for a job, the descriptions you put on the advertisement is what I see, 
and I go ahead to apply. Okay, my job description, my roles and responsibilities will be clearly stated in my appointment letter. And then I, I do what? I sign it. So if I can't do it, I'm not going to go through with it. However, like this is actually not an issue, okay? There are ways to work around it. Yes, somebody will have to compromise somewhere, but then there will be an offset somewhere. There will be instances I also have to put my leg first. There are instances where you have to put your leg first. We are working as a team. So it's not like we are competing. The goal is yeah. not to compete. It's to work as a team, work hand in hand. Like from our different uh, opinions, so, experiences, so, so, like there so should be some diversity. I, I agree with you. So coming to what Mike was talking about earlier, you wouldn't be annoying if the guys just after lifting the stuff go on break and then you ask to type a letter right now that needs to be sent to the administrate administrator What's right now it? before but you go think on about break. It, it makes sense it makes sense right no but that, that's you, what i'm saying you were there when they were left you probably screw down a boat or two with them then at the end of the day they still ask you to go back and do a report or something but you did you did not do you did, as you, much you, heavy lifting as they did. You didn't lift, but then you probably tied a bolt, a couple of bolts, you moved a couple of things here and there. So I don't feel like that. I actually type the report and you guys edit it, go through it if it's okay to be sent. That, like we we don't have to have a hard and fast rule. Okay. But then when we find ourselves in the situation, we will find ways to work around it. But it's not enough grounds to say, okay, because of this, we can't hire you, even though you are qualified. That wouldn't be fair to anybody. No, that would be fair because that's a job requirement, though. Oh, my God. Job requirement <laughs> requires that you lift. So if you can't lift, like I was saying, in my job, if it was 50% women, 50% men, there would be a reduction in uh, um, um, productivity. productivity. Yes. I never said there should be fifty percent. All I'm, no, I'm I just said saying. That, I'm just saying. Yeah. So in so, in that job, in that job, almost for a bar, they were about to say it will reduce productivity. That's what I was saying, because in the lifting of 10, 20, 50 kg things, men can and some women can't. So yeah, if you are paid, some men who can't lift, of course, exactly, exactly, and exactly. there will be situations where the woman can actually lift. How many? They can lift. You see, you see. Now you are you are doing the numbers thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the numbers. But now you want to go like how many? I'm trying to make it look like a fifty-fifty only, like fifty men who can who can't lift and fifty women who can lift. No, it's 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 like eight eight out of ten and two out of ten thing. Ten. Yeah. All I'm saying is there should be diversity there should be no discrimination. And if a person is qualified, their agenda shouldn't be the reason why they don't get a job if they meet all the requirements. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, um, let me, I don't know if I'm digressing or, but our popular Harry Potter writer, J.K. Rollins, mm. she, she, she shortened her name, J.K. Rollins, just be, uh, she did that just to get her work published. Otherwise, we wouldn't be enjoying the reporter we have today. Why? Because in back in those days, the publishing 
more male artists than more females. And she felt like she was good enough. But then she, even she, the woman herself, felt like even though she's good enough, she has to change something about him just so it doesn't sound feminine. So that's discrimination. That that's a discrimination that is there. So and there's a stereotype. Okay, you came to meet it, but then you also want what you want. You want to pursue your passion. So you are going to have to compromise at some point. Now, it it would be it would be better than her time or like when she started out. Oh yeah, obviously. Yes. Okay. Mm. So can we move on now? Yeah, all right. <laughs> okay. Last question for the day. Are bosses happier than employees? <laughs> uh where can happiness happy in what sense? Happier in every sense, in every aspect. I mean I I I established a company to serve a purpose and make money of it equally. So if I'm making all the money, why should why would I not be happy? Okay. One aspect of it. Um I think happiness is a personal thing. The boss can be happy and the worker cannot be happy. And then it can be vice versa. I I, I, I that's why I ask happy in what sense because I don't really get it. In the work environment, okay. In the working environment. You know, it's 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 very tricky because yeah, when you said happiness is a personal thing, there are people who me for instance, there are sometimes I wake up in the morning and I basically don't feel like talking to anyone. <laughs> so in that in that if I put on that phase at work. Someone else will think he's not happy, he's not excited, he's not happy about the job. Someone is facing the or something. But that's how I woke up. And I can't, it's, those things, it's very hard to switch, like, switch it on and off. So, um, happiness, hmm, I don't know. It's, it's, but yeah, if I'm a boss and I'm making the money, like, I mean, I'm benefiting. What I started, my hard work. Yeah, I mean, I would be happy. And as far as there's this saying, I, I don't remember something about when your employers are happy, when you happy, the employer also, I don't know, one of is that one way or the other. Basically, when one is happy, the other is happy. And when one is doing well, the other is doing well and all that. Nothing goes hand in hand. <laughs> You know, I'll let Debbie answer this question and I'll copy her. Debbie, <laughs> please answer the question. Okay, so take for instance a non-managerial employee, so like entry-level employee, and then <laughs> a manager of okay. a branch or a department of the company. You know, mm -hmm. most often than not, the entry-level staff do all the heavy lifting. Not necessarily okay. lifting stuff, but they do, do all, all the hard work. Yes, they do almost all of the heavy lifting. And then when it comes to the icing on the cake, we leave that to the managers to do it. Okay, so that breeds some form of bureaucracy in the sense that 
easily, most managers take their credit for everything, neglecting their, their, their uh, subordinates. Okay, uh. that's one aspect. Another aspect is lower level employees have to be scrutinized all the time. They are under scrutiny. They have to think twice before they act. They can't get away with everything that a manager can get away with. Okay, it's like a driver of a CEO. Your schedule is around the CEO. The CEO's schedule is not around your schedule. There could be days where you really are tired, you have to go home. But the CEO has a, a, a dinner somewhere and you have to be there. There are days where you want to call in sick. And the CEO can go like, okay, I have this and that and that. You still have to come. You have to like plan ahead if you want to take a leave. A manager of a branch can easily go and leave or take as many sick, sick days as he wishes. Okay. But an employee, generally nobody plans for sickness and you could be sick. But an, a, a manager could go like, so you cry. how many times you can, will you fall sick? in a year. You've fallen sick six, six times this year already, and you're falling sick again. And then aside that, the imbalance, if we were to pay people based on the work they did, there would be a flip. But we, we don't pay people based on the work they do, but on their qualification, which is also fair. But then sometimes, like, we should give some room okay, for employees. We should give them a break sometimes. And then you, you know how you can make a mistake. And then you know that once you make a mistake, probably it's unintentional, okay? But you know this mistake goes with a consequence. And then when you are confronted, you, can, you would lie because you know it goes with this consequence. But we should be able to be liberal enough to understand why the mistake happened and focus on fixing the mistake rather than punishing the mistake. So employees or lower level employees are always on edge as compared to managers. Hmm. Uh, okay, so you know there are some people who are generally happy doing hard work, like doing all the hard work and not, not getting any like uh, bragging rights or something like that kind yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are those exceptions, but then okay. on the general. Okay. Um, so after copying Debbie's work, I finally have my work to submit. Um, <clears throat> I think, I, I think no one is ever happy. To be honest with you, I, just thinking about it from from listening to Debbie, I think no one is ever happy. You know, um, <clears throat> like Debbie was saying, the driver cannot um go uh, the driver cannot go to wherever he wants to go because the ceo hasn't closed for the day and whatnot okay um but the ceo here has also has to also report to the board of directors right so mm -hmm. let's say that particular meeting seven, that CEO doesn't even want to go, but it's it, it's organized in the name of the company. So then he has to go, right? And then um, board of um, the board of directors are also sort of 
trying to make sure that the the clients in the long run are satisfied you understand so let's say there's a product out um people are not happy with the product um, feedback coming is so negative now there's that pressure that comes back so it comes it's like a circle so it just comes back to the board of directors like yo we need to do something fast put that pressure on the ceo ceo puts the pressure on the rest of the team now driver who would normally close at five is now stuck with his ceo at the office past nine because something has to be done quickly enough um and this goes all the way from the uh whoever whoever to the minister to whoever to the president even the president will never really be happy because at the end of the day he too he has to satisfy the clients which is the people you understand so the people are not happy uh, the president that really thinks about his people and is really is really um really has his people on his mind and is driven or let's say a king would also not really be happy if the people in the long run are not satisfied but then i would also say there's levels to it like like you are saying um the manager definitely has some uh, a little more power on deciding whether today he wants he or she wants to go to the office or not than the um front decks front decks lady has you get it so but i think at the end of the day no one is ever happy like and that's that's what work is i don't think work, work is supposed to make you happy honestly <laughs> i mean if you are doing something that you are passionate about you are doing something you're passionate about you get a little bit of you get a little bit of um um happiness from what you do but at the end of the day you can't deny that it is work nine out of ten times you, if you could be home put your leg up uh, on a couch with one 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 hand um, a wine glass the other hand a remote control and then still get paid I bet we will all choose that. I bet nine out of ten of us will choose that. So at the end of the day, it's work. It's not really supposed to make you happy, you bab. So that's my take. Okay. I mean, there is no like manual for happiness, and it's <clears throat> what will, what will probably make me happy will be probably chillaxing in bed and watching a movie. Someone will, yeah. will, will do that and will not be happy. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah, so, I mean it's, it's it's a dicey situation. Hmm. Well, thanks thanks to COVID, we got to experience what working from home means, and then we realize that not everybody actually has to come to the office before they can get their work done. Equally, um, what was I going to say? Now you escaped me. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah there's there's that also but then times are changing okay the work environment should not be so tensed as it is because you wake up in the morning and you're like here i go again yeah we know it's work we we also know like what we get so my motivation for going to work is at the end of the month i get paid mm. that's like the thing that motiv that will motivate me the most to go to work because I need that money to fund my dreams. Okay. The work environment shouldn't be so tensed that like there's no room to be creative. There's no room to share your idea. Like that such a working environment will be torture. And then it will impede on creativity and workflow. And then if your employees are happy, okay, it will reflect in what they do, in the way they serve. And it will reflect in profits. 
So I think we should change and relax certain rules in the working environment for mm. the mutual benefits of all. And who is going to initiate that change? It's those who take the decisions, the managers, the CEOs, the board. But then if he's already benefiting from all the hard work you, the employee, is giving him. So now you're Why telling you me that they benefit more, which could be that they are more happier. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Sorry. They even need you to put in more work for them. So there's there's no balance, which is not fair. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess life isn't fair, right? But I, I really think, like, the working environment is changing. Let's say Unilever, okay, the ones outside, like in Sweden, the Netherlands and all, they have areas where people or, like, employees can bring their kids. Hmm. And they have play areas. So such a mother, let's say you've gone on your three months maternity. And then you are not thinking, like you are working and you are not thinking, oh, my baby is crying. Or, oh, like, you know, when, when you are a nursing mother, you have to, like, uh, breastfeed frequently. So as you are not breastfeeding, the milk is being produced, but then it's still stored in your breast. So it causes um, some form of, a medical condition which I've forgotten the name, but it's a thing. And then it hurts. It hurts so bad. But if you are working and you know, okay, once it's time to breastfeed, you can easily go and breastfeed. You, you can focus on your work. A lot of mistakes are avoided. So there should be some form of balance. We will get there. I hope like people will, or managers will consider and make room for all these adjustments. I never, I never heard of what you're saying in Sweden, and I think that's dope, you know? Yeah. Unilever is the only company I know that does that for now. Well, know. if if that was done where I am right yeah, now... Nestle. Because, mm. Oh, okay. If that was done where I am right now, it would really be helpful. Here in, here in Japan, um, a lot of the women don't really work like that. They either want to be housewives or um, either housewives or um, school teachers. Most of them, and most of them also don't want to get married and don't want to have kids early because it would, it's going to uh, put, it's going to be an impediment to their career. You get it? So it's like, wait, you have kids. Okay, then now, I don't know how. I, I still, I'm still doing my research on that, but it's like, it means like a lot of the women have kids, then they just stay, they just stay home and take care of kids. You understand? But if they know, so here, that's one thing. A lot of people don't want to have kids because they feel like um, it's going to, it's not going to allow them to be professional enough, you understand? And um, you always have to be taking care of your kids. So then one has to go to work and the other has to stay home. But if there's something like what you are seeing implemented, it would be, it would be, it would be, it would be helpful even in Ghana, Sef. Just, just a side note. Yeah. It sounds dope. I like it. Mm -hmm. Great convo, guys. Great convo. Hey, hey. We've come to the end of yet another episode. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mike. Oh, you want us to make noise? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You want us to make noise? Uh, or clap? It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you if you want to make noise. <laughs> yeah, Mike, yeah, any yeah, last yeah. words? 
Wait, where has we gone to? My dear. I can't hear you. I said any last words. Any last um social media has come to stay and in as much as um well there are generally no rules guiding you on how to use your social media but i believe we should like all be cautious of what we put out there just in case your future look you out we should you shouldn't have any issue with that Mm. Okay, baby. Um, only thing I want to say is happy belated birthday to myself. I was going to say that oh. you should have left that oh. for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's my last words to myself. Ah, spoiler. <laughs> you are supposed to wish him in advance last week. No, I oh, did. did. Were you on the did. show? Did. did you listen? Did you listen, no. Mike? Oh, I'm just asking. No, you were saying. But you were here last week. How did you? How did you know? No, Mike wasn't here. I wasn't here last week. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah. So wavy F baby, sexy eyes, happy belated birthday. Wish you long life and prosperity. More wins. Bring home the money. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, people, I guess we have to go take some nap for the week. Mm. So we say our goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Lovely listeners, thank you for sticking and staying with us. Please, 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 if you're listening to us through Apple Podcasts, please leave a ratings, leave a review, okay? Let's get Afro387 out there. Yeah, yeah. Until next week, people, stay safe, be good. Have a nice week, Mike and Wavy. Mm. Thank you. Okay, go go home with your low batteries. Be going. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.